When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Age of Radio. happening people oh it feels good to be back today is january 3rd monday 2022 how the fuck you doing oh you thought i left you huh you thought i done gave up like 95 percent of podcasters typically do but i told you i told you i wasn't going to do that on you now granted i didn't really keep you in the loop or informed or anything like that because granted i knew I, I had a plan, I just didn't know exactly what that plan entailed, you know. I knew the plan in the end game was to come back, but um, I didn't know how or... Yeah, I, I mean, I pretty much knew it was going to be the beginning of the year, but I also know that there's been a lot of shit that's been piling up, and uh, I didn't want to make any promises to and break them right off the start of the year, because that's not what I'm about. And, uh, oh man, but here we are, the first Monday of 20. 22 and uh, i'm feeling good people i'm feeling real fucking good you know and i'll tell you why you want to know why i would imagine you want to know why otherwise you probably fucking still be listening at this point uh well lots of good things have been happening you know it's it's been it's been an event full time off i'll say that uh but I've, I've made some big steps um you know this is kind of a kind of a self-help type of situation here with this podcast and i found myself some therapies you know uh, i'm not saying i'm cured you know i am uh for sure a fucking lunatic you know but yeah fucking i'm uh, st- starting to, to come to some grasp with some things um betterness has been uh, it's, it's, it's happening it's happening we're always trying to do our best here right uh, you know, I, I, my, you know, New Year's resolutions, my whole thing was to just be a better dad and, well, um, future husband, 
you know, the weddings this year and um yeah you know it's oh there's been so much going on that's just been way you know the wedding's been a thing i'm thinking oh fuck i don't want to do a big wedding now and apparently myself and tatiana had different definitions of what our situation was going to be so i'm stressing out the whole time and it turns out she was in the realm of where i wanted to be the whole time and you know i'm uh so all of that has just kind of whoop okay i think we got this shit figured out now i think we got a real guest list we're not gonna invite everybody and their mother now because uh well See, that's one thing about weddings. I know I'm all over the fucking place right now, but I'm excited, people. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start there. Um, I guess kind of, like we haven't, <laughs> we've started in a few places. But the, the, the wedding, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't understand this whole invite everybody you know thing for these situations. I, I really don't, because how often do you really see all these people? I feel like weddings are, for the most part, done for the wrong reasons, you know? I, I, I get it, you know, the, the bride, usually, and, and the groom at times, you know, they, they want a little attention on them and everything, but I, I think a lot of times the, the, the people throw weddings for the wrong reasons. Yeah, sure, they want attention, but you want, you want like, judgy attention? Like, ew, it's flowers, blah, 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 no! No, so you invite the fucking people that you know don't give a shit what the wedding looks like. Like, that's really what it comes down to. It's nobody that I... I don't know. There's a really short list of people whose weddings I would attend. And that's that's where I aim to keep it. If I wouldn't go to their fucking wedding, I'm not going to buy them dinner at mine. You know, that's just what it comes down to. It's uh, something I was, like, super stressed about. Because there at first, there were a lot of people where I kind of had, like, this... Oh, hell yeah, all these people never saw me getting married. I'm gonna invite this motherfucker and this motherfucker. And um, I ain't seen this cousin in a while. This would be some shit. And then I started thinking, I was like, I, I, why, why would I change the, the, the distant relationships that I already have and enjoy? You know? Um, if I wanted to reach out to these people earlier, I, 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 I would have done so. So I started thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna invite these people. You know? So there's gonna be a lot of people initially that I thought would come that just aren't gonna. And it's, there's no hard feelings. I'm just keeping it close. That's all. I've had a pretty close circle these last few years. You know, I'm, I, I purposely put up this, I don't know, this, this situation in my life where I was going to start weeding out who really mattered to me. You know, who's there when, yeah, and that's... That's that's what it's grown into. I started to realize, okay, well, this person, and fucking hadn't seen them in a while, and I haven't reached out since I started doing my own thing, and kind of shows where we stand there. And I mean, I, 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 a lot of shit's fallen into perspective as far as my relationships with others, and I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I am. I'm perfectly fine with it. And if anything, yeah, it's uh, kind of a breath of fresh air, because you know, if they did come at me and be like, hey, how come you didn't? I'm like, well, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Remember that time I asked for a review on my podcast? Ah, I'll throw that in your face. I don't give a shit. You want me to go to your fucking wedding? You want me to? You want me to buy you dinner at my wedding? Save you a seat? Go fuck yourself. You know. So it's and I think it's kind of a healthy, healthy. I guess I don't want to say barrier, but a boundary. Healthy boundary I've established with a lot of people in my life. Um, you know. Didn't, created a lot of distance and this like i said the wedding really put that in perspective and big big deep breath of just relief relief um so excited about that um but i mean beyond all of that like i said it's just 
I don't know. I've gone through a, a, a few uh, a few therapy sessions, and you know, for, I'm always skeptical about that shit. But I found some sort of, and I always said therapy was too expensive and blah blah blah. And therapy, yes, it really can be really really expensive. But turns out if you look hard enough, uh, there there's there's programs out there for everybody. So do that. And um, I, I'm 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 happy with this person I'm talking to. You know, it feels good, but I also will say at the same time, the the hours and maybe day or two after the little session, I feel really tense because, um, you know, it's dragging up a whole bunch of shit that I never talked to anybody about ever. Uh, so it, it, it's kind of like real sticky on the surface there. You know, it makes me kind of bitter, but as as it becomes more in my face, I start, you know, being more cognizant of why I flip the fuck out and try to be more patient and yeah so i don't know it's uh it's been a productive uh few months off couple of months off i don't know how long it's been but um good for the brain people good for the brain the old therapy uh yeah, just so much so much started the business is off the ground i'm officially a business owner now uh, shameless plug shop cheers to comics.com if you're into comic books um I'll even give you the fucking promo code. Fuck it. Use podcast. Save 10%. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not here to talk about Colin. I'm just letting you know that I'm fucking living the dream, people. You know, it's, uh, the dream's becoming a reality. Let's, let's put it that way. Like, I'm, I'm living, I'm on the path, you know? And I know a lot of people could say they're on the path, but, I mean, I'm, I'm taking turns and shit, and I still haven't gotten lost. How's that for some metaphors? You know, like, I'm feeling comfortable on this, uh, on this road of doing the thing that I really want to do. But on the flip side of that, I had to uh, do something that I said I was never, ever, ever going to do again, and that's also get a real job. That's kind of a new thing for me. Um, since leaving the uh, the casino industry, where I just said, fuck everything, fuck managing people, fuck working with people, I'm not going to count anybody's money ever again, blah, 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 blah. That's going to be comic books or nothing, baby. Let me tell ya. And, uh, you know, for the most part, that's that's what it's been now. Uh, it hasn't... Okay, I can't necessarily say that. Um, it hasn't just been comic books. I've had to do things to actually make money. But all on my time. You know, whether it be driving for Uber for a while, or, you know, doing the old food delivery service thing. You, know, you do what you got to do, you know, to make sure that you can do what you want to do. And I did. And, but it got to the point where it was, uh, I don't know, there's things about doing the delivery service that just is dragging on me. Doing it as much as I was, at least, you know, between having the girls with me a lot of times and it's not fair to them. I feel guilty and I can't blame them for not wanting to be in the car. You know, um, and just, there's, there's, there's so many things, you know, you see just how disgusting and unappreciative most people are, uh, in a lot of situations. Yeah, I don't know, it's kind of a blanket statement, but, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, you, you find yourself, at least I found myself oftentimes just kind of like, fuck, these people are going out of their way to waste my time. These ungrateful bastards, like they have no respect for our time. As vital, blah, 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 or I don't know what the fucking terms are anymore. But uh, I don't know, it's, it was just, ugh, it weighed on me. But somehow these stars aligned. Tatiana found something really, really awesome that 
um, she is now pursuing, and, you know, she found it with this company, and, um, this company also needed some, some help in being the fucking helpful willy that I am, I've never heard that term before in my life, uh, I felt bad, you know, like shit, an environment that my future wife is in could use some skills, some very particular skills that I just so happen to possess, and, um, I found myself fucking applying for a job. Now, yeah, it's, it's made things less stressful financially, for sure. I mean, I'm not rolling in dough or anything like that. It, it wasn't the, the, the cure-all by any means. Still, you know, but, um, you know, it's, it, the hardest part of it all is just the opposite schedule situation now, because obviously, with, you know, no daycare even being available in this, in this, region, um, it, it's, it's, somebody's got to be home with the girls, and that means opposite schedules, and it's just created this, uh, it started to create this, this distance over the, you know, the first month of me being back at work and everything, and I don't know, I just, one minute I was mad, and the next minute I was like, what the fuck, we're better than this, you know, let's, we, we, uh, we gotta put things in perspective here, you know, we're, 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 kind of caring about, like, at least me, I can't speak for Tatiana, but I, I was caring about kind of in, like, this passive, char passive-aggressive childish way, you know, and it wasn't the f at the fault of anybody else at all, it was just me and my own shit, and not ha knowing how to deal with it, and, uh, yeah, but luckily, luckily, through the power of therapy, you know, I was being told, you know, start living, put shit in perspective, um, you know, stop and realize and appreciate, and then I started to, to think, okay, well, I gotta start appreciating this thing that I'm pretty much just pushing out the door, you know, I, th that's how I know this woman truly loves me, because anybody else would have been like, fuck this, <laughs> this guy doesn't act like he wants anybody around, and that's, I mean, that's not what it was at all, but that's definitely, I'm not going to deny it, that's not how I was acting, you know, and it's just, yeah, this is just gross and unfair, and yeah, um, but, but like I said, that's, that's, it's what it's all been, man, I'm trying to figure this shit out, and, uh, it's, it's, it's been an empowering, uh, bit of time, that's for damn sure, you know, um, it's, it's, all of this realization comes in good timing, you know, around the holidays and all of that, but more so, I mean, there was a birthday yesterday, it wasn't my birthday, um, I'm no longer dating a, uh, smoking hot 29-year-old, now I'm dating this, well, dating's not the right word, fixing to get hitched to this super hot 30-year-old fixing to become a pharmacist and shit, so it's like that, people. It's like that. It's just in a, in a matter of a few weeks, everything just turned around. And people got older. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I just kind of threw in that whole pharmacist thing to... Yeah, I don't know, because I didn't really throw in any details as to how awesome um, shit's been. But, uh... Yeah, it's, it's just fucking exciting. Now, granted, one doesn't just become a, a pharmacist overnight. You know, there's, there's a, a long hill of learning ahead, but... It's it's going well, it's going well, and you know, I just, phew, me working for the same company, I'm not getting into medicine. That's mm -mm. <laughs> I just uh, 
Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I manage on a different end. I guess you could say the front end of things. And um, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it kind of feels good to be back. I thought it was going to be real just like, uh, I feel like shit for going back on my promise to myself that I would never do this. And just in a few days' time, uh, I started realizing, like, fuck, I'm making a difference in this place. And I know some people say, well, you're awfully fucking headstrong here. No, I mean, I've there's, there's no denying that I've come into a place that really needed some help. And, you know, I just so happen to, like I said, possess a particular set of skills that helped uh, turn some shit around in this company. and Or at least this particular store. Now, I don't know, man. It's uh, I never thought I'd be happy to be working for this big corporate place, but, I don't know, and it, they work with me, you know, they know I've got my own, um, aspirations and shit outside of all of this, and because, you know, the, the, oh, I don't know, it's just a, it's an awesome situation, the only thing that's not awesome about it is just the opposite schedules with my future wife, but, uh, that'll all, uh, that'll all work out. You know, still do a little bit of the driving thing because, it, like I said, it's not the answer all financially, but it's so much less, so much less driving, and you know, it's just this weight has been lifted. Uh, now, am I saying I'm fixed? I'm not getting angry anymore? No. <laughs> no, no, I still get angry. It's not nearly as much. You know, um, I mean, I'm not on any type of medication or anything like that yet. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's helped. Now, um, you got, <laughs> I know a lot of you people tune in for my, uh, tales from a Grubhub driver, and, um, that's part of the reason I still do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Now, uh, no, it's only right that I mix my, um, example of anger explosion with the tales of the Grubhub story, am I right? Am I right? So I got a new one for you, people. I got a new one for you. I got this this pizza joint across from me, and they're always a bunch of... Oh, I mean, they hire a bunch of fucking 12-year-olds and shit to run the place, and then everybody wonders why everything's all fucked up all the time, and frankly, I think their pizza tastes like dog shit anyway, but that's neither here nor there. But I, I get this order for this place, and, um, you know, I, I know that it always takes way, way longer than they say. It's going to. So, uh, I, uh, I'm on another order at the same time. So I go and I do this and I come back and, um, uh, I'm waiting in line and I, I say I'm picking up for so-and-so and the little 15-year-old's like, well, actually, they have just called. And then some fucking Goomba motherfucker taps me on the shoulder. He's like, yeah, I'm here. I don't know what the hell you've been doing, dude. But I placed this order like an hour and ten minutes ago. And I looked at him. I was like, well, okay. Uh, that has nothing to do with me, dude. I got the order 15 minutes ago, dude. And uh, I'm sorry you don't understand how shit works around here. So, yeah, you have a good fucking day. And I, I didn't even, I actually, I didn't cuss. I didn't cuss. That's the thing. I just kind of gave him the old, like, you could see my cheekbones rise up above my eyebrows through my mask smile. You know, that that real khaki, <laughs> come on, motherfucker type of smile. And it's this big, I don't know, probably 55-year-old, uh, just overweight, ex-military or ex-cop crew cut motherfucker. I don't know. But just this... 
Yeah, and he's uh, so when I look at him, and I, you know, I got my shoulders out and everything. When I'm a dude, as I wave away, and I got in his face. I'm not one to get in somebody's face, but this guy just like he had a fucking all right, motherfucker. Like I'm, 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 I'm not far off from headbutton range type of just uh type of vibe to him. You know, I just tap me on the fucking shoulder and tell me how to do my fucking job. I still showed up on time, you asshole. It's not my fault the fucking people, you know, and really what it came down to is it was a super tiny, shitty tipped order. So I would imagine I was probably like the fourth or the fifth driver it was assigned to. It just, the only reason I took it is because I was right there and I thought, okay, yeah, I mean, I could do this order real quick and then run home and change the baby and all this other shit because it was, you know, a close proximity situation. Um, but it was a tiny, tiny, didn't tip dick order, so... Normally, you know, if someone says, hey, I've been waiting an hour, or you see that, you realize, okay, that's why. You know, tip shit, and other drivers are like, fuck this guy, I'm not driving all the way to blah, 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 to, you know, it's just how it fuck works. But I took it, and, you know, the guy's gonna fucking come at me and shit. I mean, yeah, sure, I did something in between hand, but I was back in fucking 15 minutes. I don't even think the pizza was done. <laughs> that's the other thing. Because uh, that's just how this place rolls. But the guy, this is the, the, the funny part is, though, is after, you know, I kind of swell up on him a little bit and give him the how you do, have a good day smile, uh, he, he turns to the uh, the 15-year-old and, you know, he goes from, you know, oh, I'm going to tell this guy something and then realizes that this some somebody that is the same size as his big motherfucking ass with the exception of maybe... 75 pounds, um, and the giant leather jacket, and the long fucking hair that looks like, you know, an 80s punk band motherfucker, <laughs> maybe not the guy to fuck with, and he took a step back, and he turns to the 15-year-old, and he goes, this guy's a putz, and he says it just like that, and I just kind of, then I, I'm walking out the door, and I say that, and I kind of give the old turnaround, like, what, what'd you say, buddy, you know, still smiling from ear to ear, but and the, I, I, the reason I handled it the way I did because there was a family sitting right there, and I wasn't going to make a, hey, motherfucker, blah, blah, type of scene. I was going to make him look like the idiot, you know, and that's that's what I did. You know, he's tattling on me to a 15-year-old about how the the, 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 the mean 30-some-year-old was <laughs> a putz all of a sudden, a putz. So, yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm fucking cracking up. I'm cracking up, and, you know, obviously that's going to piss him off even more. I go out to the car, you know, and I'm trying to, like, okay, what do I do here? You know, do I just say, handed the, you know, I mean, I handed the order to him. I guess I didn't technically, but fuck it. Um, you know, I couldn't get to any type of customer service, whatever, for this situation, so I just, fuck it. And I'm starting to realize, like, this guy still hasn't come out the door. Like, you know, if the pizza's fucking done, you know, it's one of two things. Either the pizza's still not done yet, and he looks like a pat's, for, <laughs> oh man, you know, for calling me out, for, you know, knowing how to do my job properly and managing my time wisely, or the guy is a pat himself, and he wouldn't come outside because, you know, the, the dude that weighs 70 pounds less than him fucking scared him <laughs> with a smile. You know, and and I I know this because you know, I spent like seven or eight minutes fucking trying to figure shit out and never came out the door. 
And it wasn't until I pulled away, and it's kind of like a circle drive situation, like a roundabout. You got to go around, and you get, you get a view of the, the front door again as you go around. And that's when he came out. I'm like, this guy. This guy. <laughs> so that's my uh, my tales from a grow. You know, fucking shitty tipper. He's probably a fucking little bitch as well. You know? Bitches tip like bitches. That's what it comes down to. It's uh, funny, but it gave me a good, you know, it gave me a good laugh, and you know, it's, just, uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Is I didn't get angry with the guy. I didn't get angry one bit. I fought him with kindness, you know, maybe a couple of dudes in his face, and uh, you know, I, I, I did kind of take a step in on him, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I had to make sure he could hear me through the mask. You know, people say that they can't hear through masks, so I had to make sure you can hear me. I don't know, people. It's just it's silly. It's silly. Uh, but um, th- th- these are the things I'm trying to avoid. Like, I, I really don't want to be, you know, I'm, honestly, that is a step for me. You know, with as tense and shit as I have been lately. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I might, a couple of therapy sessions ago, I'm, I might have laid into this dude. You know, he might have fell on top of fucking family of eight. They're sitting there watching the fucking Bama game, you know, on New Year's Eve. That's the other thing, is it's fucking snowing outside. I'm the only person on the road. It's New Year's Eve. Nobody's working. Everybody's out partying. You'd think he'd be a little fucking grateful, you know, especially with somebody accepting his fucking $2.50 tip. So, yeah, you know, and it's just, (sighs) what are you going to do? So, the next time you're you're wondering where the fuck, dude, where the fuck, oh uh, where you been? You know when you're when you're waiting for your food, think to yourself: Did I tip enough? How many drivers have I gone through now? Why does it keep getting reassigned? Why does it keep getting delayed? It's probably because you're a cheap fucker. You know, that's that's most of the time what it is. Or look outside the fucking window and see that there's 60 mile an hour winds and fucking first snowstorm of the year. And I don't know if you've ever lived in a city that's full of a bunch of Texans and Californians that, you know, doesn't get the first snow of the year until the last day of the year, really. Uh, then, you know, it's fucking, it, it becomes pandemonium, you know? Uh, so, <sighs> roads, not fun. Not fun. You know, people go outside and then they get stuck and then they just turn around and go back inside. And that's a lot of what the fuck it was. No, here I am, out being a... F- what 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 a priority worker or a, an essential worker that's what it is doing my essential duty in these troubling times and uh yeah, you're going to fucking tap me on the shoulder fucking mm mm yeah Whew. 3 weeks ago buddy might have been different but uh, you know we're growing we're doing our best and i also realize you know i'm i'm not somebody that always just reacts, you know, even when I do react, there is thought behind it, and I know I got little girls now, and I'm not gonna just beat up a stranger in public, unless I'm attacked at this point, you know, it's never gonna be just to prove a fucking point, or because he called me dude, or anything like that, you know, it's just, I don't know, you grow, you grow, people, and that's, uh, that's, that's what's happening here, you know, we're out here doing our best. Yeah, baby. Uh, what are we at here? Oh, we're at fucking almost 30 minutes already. I haven't even really talked about shit. Just a little catchy poo. Catch up poo. Catch up poo. <sighs> Do I still have you? Um. 
Oh shit! You know, uh, I'll get to you know news stories and stuff as uh, the 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 days go on. I'm gonna still I'm gonna try to continue to do this daily. I do have a very odd odd schedule now. Um, there may be some days where it's more tiring than others for me, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this up daily. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Man. There's there's gonna be more rantings and ravens and shit like that. It's not gonna be all about oh Brian's head's got all better. You know, that's that's not what it's all about, people. Um, <laughs> so, there you go. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do today. It's weird. We got a babysitter on the wrong day. <laughs> this is the first time I've been home by myself, and I don't know. I couldn't tell you how long. It's so weird. Um, but what are you going to do? Alright, um, I'm going to figure out what to do. That's what I'm going to do. Alright, people. Uh, it feels good to be back. And I'll, uh, be talking at you real soon. Remember, don't stop doing your best. Yeah, Brian Wayne here, your host of the Cheers to Comics podcast, the podcast dedicated to delivering the most current content in the world of comic books. So whether you're looking for the most spectacular interviews of the creators that make the things that we love, or you're looking to maybe line your pockets with some speculation, this is the podcast for you. So tune in on Mondays and Fridays, and you are guaranteed to never miss a beat the pulse of this amazing, amazing comic book industry. Cheers. What's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 